I caught that Easter egg you laid down last Saturday. Easter egg? Did you do you not remember what we talked about a couple weeks ago? Mm. I said I want you to throw an Easter egg in the hum. Oh, the calamity. You nailed it. I think I forgot at eight thirty, but the uh, I think the other two. You, and actually, someone might have. Well, they might have called me out on it, which meant I remembered at the other mass. A hundred percent. I smiled from ear to ear. Oh, when, good. I, when I heard you lay that down. Good. I, I didn't want to look over at you because I didn't want that to be distracting for you or especially me. No, it was great. Perfect. I, it executed flawlessly. I aim to please. Welcome. Yeah, good to be here. Hey, speaking of uh, <laughs> Easter eggs, I just want to go back to that for a second. Sure. I, I got that from Disney because they hide Easter eggs like in their movies for, oh. about previous movies. And I actually watched one the other night from Moana. Did you ever see Moana when it came out? No. Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah. Well, you can come over and watch it with us. There sometime. you go. Yeah, not uh, not having kids. I hard for you to I haven't watched up. a Disney movie in like 30 years. Not <laughs> Well, you are behind, Father. I think the Lion King might have been the, the last. They, they still <laughs> they still make a lot of money off that one, too. Right. But they hide yeah. little things in the movie from previous movies. And this one video I was watching went back. It went through Moana. It didn't watch the whole movie, but it would show clips of where they hide things. So, like, in they'll hide, like, a Mickey ear. Like, there'll be Mickey ears oh. on the bottom of the ocean, like, just hidden in the scene somewhere. Like, things like that. It's <laughs> very cool to see, like, what the animators do. Hmm. So, I appreciate that we're putting little Easter eggs in the, from the podcast and the homilies I'll, now. I'll never think of Easter eggs the same. We're gonna. I'm going to have to find a way to do it with music at some point. Yeah. I'll, you can't change the word. I mean, the problem is the words are on the screen. So, I couldn't just throw in. Maybe, cl- maybe musically. Like a little. When, I think when I was in seminary once, there was a couple of guys that were doing a little uh, instrumental music, one on a guitar, one on the stand-up bass. Yeah. And then um, I noticed, I go, that was a Jimi Hendrix riff. <laughs> so, you know, he just kind of weaved it in. Yeah, and... you can always just float a little melody, a familiar yeah, melody. Right. In. Yeah, people, mm-hmm. people appreciate that. So, anyway, we should probably say who we are and what this is. Welcome to the 23 Podcast. Michael here with Father Jeff. Glad to have you all along. And uh, we are ready for the season of Advent. Just yeah. a wonderful time of year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's Absolutely. time. Absolutely. I wish I had like a, a party horn. What do they call those? Uh, yeah. uh, party f- favor? Yeah, favor? A party fa- no, not a party favor. It's like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like the... Yeah. <laughs> that's the sound. Oh, I'm glad you did it. No, yeah. I didn't have to. <laughs> Pop the champagne. Yeah. Yeah! Wow, I know. you are I could, full I of could, sound. I could double as like like back in the the thirties when they had like the sound effects. Yeah, you you'd know, be the guy. Storm, yeah. you know, and all that kind of it stuff. It was a dark, stormy night. Whoosh. Ooh, good. That, well, that was that was that was supposed to be thunder. It sounded more like a whip. I, but I, I, <laughs> I was the wind I, was whipping. I heard wind and maybe car splashing in a puddle. Oh, nice. That's just what I was what i was thinking but hmm. no things are exciting uh over in our little town of waterville today i was watching people put up christmas decorations so that's yeah, exciting no. no you're not there yet no i know i'm are you I'm, you're a purist i'm a very much a, a purist I'm and, and i get i get totally like labeled for that no but, that's good i think you know somebody i usually hold very strong to no 
Christmas music before Thanksgiving, but I've totally given in this year. I've, I think a lot of people have. I've even seen lights up for like two weeks already. Yeah. And um, we're just in it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. For the purest. As long as you're in it for baby Jesus. I am totally, know? I am all in for baby Jesus. Know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, you know, we talk about keeping Christ in Christmas. I'm a keep Christmas in Christmas. <laughs> keep Advent and Advent and Christmas yeah. and Christmas. You know, someone, you know, you'll, you'll, uh, on November 27th, you could wish someone a Merry Christmas. You'd be like, yeah, Merry Christmas. Right. If you wish someone a Merry Christmas on December 27th, only the third day of Christmas. Right. They'd be like. It's over. Like, I belated, I guess. Like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, uh. <laughs> One of those. This is a yearly thing for me. I can see. But I'm not going to give in. I don't want you to be a Scrooge about it, though. Yeah. You know, Jesus doesn't really care what day we celebrate his birthday, you does know, he? It's a, it's a, you know, it's one of the uh, mysteries of the. Uh, the joyful mystery of the rosary. Right. The that's, inc- what I can, that's what I convinced myself uh, my last parish at a weekday mass when someone picked uh, Go Tell It on the Mountains as the opening hymn in like July. <laughs> what Christmas in July is? I don't know. The but. incarnation is a mystery to be experienced all throughout every the day. year. That's right. That's e- right. Every Sunday's Easter, every weekday's Christmas. I don't know. It's something I don't like think that. theologically that works. I mean, I guess technically it does. It's not. Well, it's not the, the solemnity <laughs> of the nativity. But that's yes, true. we can. We can. Jesus. Have Christ be born in us more and more each day. Yeah, I uh, a little a couple of weeks ago we were at a luncheon where the some choir members from a local high school performed, and they were of course wearing ugly Christmas sweaters. My favorite one was it was an ugly sweater, but it was it was knitted to look like Jesus, and he was wearing an ugly sweater on the ugly sweater, and his sweater said "Birthday Boy" on it. I, I actually find that really amusing. I Sometimes like you also see him with a little sign that says "Birthday Boy." Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. We we have a sign at our house that says "Birthday Girl," which works really well for everyone in my house except for me. Yeah, yeah, I get left out on that. I don't Poor get a, I don't get a chair, but that's mm. fine. You know, I suffer quietly. Hey, uh, also this weekend, don't forget with the first Sunday of Advent, uh, this is the weekend we are changing the Sunday morning mass times. So just to reiterate, in case you haven't heard the announcement, Sunday morning we will have nine a.m. mass. And 11 a.m. Mass, two Masses Sunday morning, uh, really with the full design of what we've intended to do when we opened the church in 2018, which was have ample time between Mass for people to visit, for the parking lot to get cleared out so the next group can come in. Uh, I think we'll all find this to be a much more enjoyable Sunday morning experience. Yeah, absolutely. So just make sure that you have those times in your mind. And, you know, if you show up for 830 We'll still be here. Yeah. You can if say you a sh- prayer or something. If you show for 11.45, you're going to be pretty late. Yeah. But we'll still be here. If you show up for 10, you can have coffee Especially with us for if, an hour. Especially if you tended to show up late for the 11.45, it, it might be over you, Yeah, then. you might need to go to another parish. <laughs> but the good news is we'll still be here. Yeah. So uh, now that I threw we'll out... We'll be having cookies, but we'll still be here. Now that I threw out the old times just to confuse everybody, let me say one final time, nine... And, and 11. 11. Easy number. 911. There you go. When you're in need of an emergency, Jesus comes to your rescue. 911. There you go. Else. That's, we'll put that on a billboard. Yeah. Okay. How's everything else? You're doing well? Yeah. We're uh, yeah, making it. It's, uh, <laughs> we're, we're making it. That was less it. than whatever. We need, was it? it wasn't chipper. No, no but it that's wasn't. okay. It's it a, wasn't chipper. It's a busy time. I'm sorry. Right? Yeah. Okay. Let's get into the gospel reading for this weekend. Now, here we are. We finished Luke. Yeah, we're done. Sayonara, Luke. Adios. We'll Luke. see you in two years. Yep. Uh, it's not a, it's not a very long departure. <laughs> that's right. 
But uh, this year is the year of Matthew, which I know we kind of alluded to last time we mm-hmm. talked. And we're not starting at the beginning of Matthew, though. That will come. Mm-hmm. But this week, we're jumping right into chapter 24. Part of the thing with Advent, of course, is not only preparing to celebrate the coming of Christ at Christmas, um, but also um, really preparing in a special way for when he comes again, mm-hmm. um, which it's like a, you know, it's, it's sort of, I don't know, maybe some trepidation about the second coming, but this is like waiting for our best friend to come back. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be um, joyful and receive him with joy. The image that comes to my mind when you say that is not so much anymore, but when my girls were a little younger and they knew we were having people come over, mm-hmm. especially like if it was one of their cousins or mm-hmm. somebody that somebody that had kids, yeah, they would literally be just sitting at the front door staring out at waiting. Yeah. Like ready to go. Yeah. Like, are they coming yet? Is it happening now? Absolutely. And um just the excitement and the eager anticipation, which adults don't get to do a lot because we're always busy doing stuff, right? So the kids sitting at the door eagerly anticipated while the adults are going, oh, we got to finish cooking. Oh, we got to finish cleaning. Oh, we didn't do this. Oh, we didn't do that. And sometimes being an adult just makes you miss out on the great stuff. Yeah, like sitting in front of a door. Like, (laughs) No, eagerly anticipating. Oh, And my segue to that was the busyness of the holiday season, right? Like we... Are, we're going a million miles an hour, and we're we're gonna miss it. And I, I think that's why it, it is important to have some intentionality about Advent um, and and making it a different kind of season or a preparatory season. Even if it's something you know, like we might even do for Lent, like maybe we we give something up, or maybe we you know don't watch TV, or we do some because it's so busy. Like yeah, like I said, we don't want to get caught up in. And just having it kind of come and go, yeah. Um, but to really um, sit by the door, so to speak, you know, and and really be intentional about about the waiting. This is cool this year too, because this Advent season we actually get the full fourth All week, four weeks. So we actually have a little more time this year than mm-hmm. we normally would, right? Uh, which you won't get next year. Just right. w- warning you now. Yeah, so enjoy it. Cut here. down to like three weeks. And <laughs> yeah. A, a morning. Yeah. So enjoy it this year because we do get some extra time. I love that idea of either sacrificing something or, or maybe also adding something on. Yeah. Maybe it's, um, you know, there's some different prayer reflection books for Advent. Um, maybe even have something on your shelf that you've been meaning to do some little, some spiritual reading or, or something, just, you know, something out of, you know, get us out of that routine, even in the midst of a crazy busy season, maybe because it's a crazy busy season yeah. to really um, do something for Advent. I was at Costco a couple weeks ago. We've talked about Costco here on this podcast before. We have. Not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> but there were some Advent calendars at Costco. I was like, oh, this is cute. What, mm-hmm. what could these Advent calendars possibly be about? Is it wine? Nope beer cans oh. of beer mm-hmm. a different can of beer for every day i was like oh that's interesting not sure that's what jesus had in mind yeah. although this year if there's if there's 28 days of, of <laughs> Advent, like you need more than the case that's true it's true <laughs> i it was probably the heaviest advent calendar i've ever seen right. the other one i saw not beer dog treats oh, so sure. not only can you prepare your heart and liver for jesus your dog can too <laughs> And I thought, wow, what is it? You know, we went from chocolate. That was kind of like the standard one growing up. Right. Did you have the, my grandma would yep. always get everybody the chocolate one. Right. I'm still a fan. Yeah. That would, I mean, my, my mom didn't get me a beer one. 
<laughs> we, oh, well, I guess you missed out. But cho- chocolate was always good. But the, the I kind of drew the line at the dog treats. But I guess your dog, I mean, the dog's going to be excited. And speaking of waiting at doors, who's always waiting at the door for right. you? The dog. There you go. So you might as well have a treat. Mm-hmm. Do you still do an advent calendar or anything? Or any any traditions that you remember as a kid during the advent season? Besides the advent calendar, I don't I don't know that I, there's any I recall at the at the moment. My grandma always had the advent wreath on her table, mm-hmm. and to this day, I was telling somebody this. I think after a funeral a few weeks ago, I I still love the smell of candles in church when we blow them out. Hmm. That that I'm sure you can smell it just thinking about it. That fragrance <laughs> that they emit mm-hmm. that reminds me of my grandmother mm-hmm. because we would light the advent wreath at the table and then you know the grandkids we'd always want to be the one to blow out the candle after the meal Mm -hmm. Uh, and i can still smell you know it reminds Mm -hmm. me of being at her house so that's really a really cool memory for me absolutely no beer but and no dog treats (laughs) that was after you went to bed yeah yeah we missed out on all the good stuff okay speaking of the good stuff let's read some scripture how about that for a segue i like it i'm here yeah so this is actually from matthew 24 um, so as you said, Michael, towards the end of um, Matthew's gospel, as we're getting you know, at the end of Jesus' earthly life. So just to, to preface, this is Matthew 24, verses 37 to 44. But verse 36, which we're not isn't in our passage here, um, Jesus talks about, you know, the day will come at an unknown day, an unknown hour, and no one but the Father knows. And so that's the verse right before this. And Jesus said to his disciples, As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So will it be also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one will be left. Therefore stay awake, for you do not know on which day the Lord will come. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. It's a... Doesn't really put you in the holiday spirit. It's not chipper. No, nah. <laughs> I want a refund on this one. <laughs> Although it, it, I mean, the beginning reminds me of what we talked about earlier um, with the days of you know days of Noah that people were just sort of going about their everyday their everyday business. Yeah. Of course, it was Noah had the of course the instruction from God and, and knowing what was going to come down. He um, built an ark, you know, in the nice sunny weather and. Uh, People are probably wondering what he was doing. It's still, I, I mean, I cannot think of the story of Noah without Steve Carell being a part of it these days. Thanks. Did you see that movie, Evan Almighty? Uh, maybe. You have to. It's great. Steve Carell has to build an ark mm-hmm. and get all the animals. It's wonderful. right. Okay, well, we'll have that. That'll be our double feature. After we'll watch Moana, Moana and uh-huh. then the kids will go to bed and then we'll watch Evan Almighty Steve and Carell. Then we'll open up the advent. <laughs> Popcorn. Popcorn. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but it, just the, the idea, just easy to get caught up in, in the everyday, everyday stuff. And that's why we have this season of Advent is to remind us, um, 
not only that this amazing thing, life history altering event of Jesus, you know, coming into the world, but also that he is going to come again. The image that comes to my mind reading, you know, two men will be out in the field, one will be taken, one will be left, two women, mm-hmm. one will be taken, one will be left. It's almost like an alien movie. Like there's just like two people working and all of a sudden one just vanishes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what happened? Where did they go? Obviously that's not, that's probably not the image, but that's what c- comes to mind when, when you're reading it. Right. I mean, from what I understand, it's, it's more, you know, one will be, you know, taken away really into, you know, death. Another will be left or, of course, we can think of, you know, Jesus came to bring his people out of exile. So maybe it's, it's like an image of, you know, some people will be taken into exile and others will be left as a remnant. And um, what does the remnant do, you know, as far as awaiting the, the, the return? A lot of in our first Sunday of Advent, and we see it here this week, um, in our second reading, it says, it is now the hour for you to awake from sleep. So there is that that theme in our readings this first Sunday of Advent of staying awake and being prepared mm-hmm. uh, for for the coming of, of Jesus again. Have you ever had to stay up all night? I have. I th- when I was in first year in seminary, we did an all night vigil, uh, Easter vigil. Yeah. And so reading of the Psalms and um, kind of had to stay up all night. Um, Do you like that? Um, I'm a night owl by nature. Yeah, at some point you get, it's a little much, right? But I'm not a, I'm not really a. Then you catch your second wind eventually. Early to bed kind of a guy. So, yeah. I was just the, the reason that I'm asking that is because I always think about usually what happens is we, if you have like a either like a purposeful event like uh, you know as a youth minister doing lock all night lock-ins mm-hmm. and things like that those that's one thing. But generally, I find like when we want to be awake we generally fall asleep. And then Mm -hmm. when we want to be sleeping, our body's just wired and and wide awake. And sometimes we feel really unsatisfied in all of that. Sure. Sure. But in this context, being awake is a good thing because it is allowing us to be alert and to be ready. Right. And it's, it's, I think it's meant to be an active readiness. Um, you know, talking about, you know, just sort of sitting, watching at the door. Yeah. That's really not how we're meant to live our Christian life of expectation. <laughs> right, just sitting. Yeah, right. right. Just you know, all right, Jesus, come. You know, um, but it, it is a, uh, you know, it's just a, a going out and living our Christian life and continuing to grow as disciples each day and uh, growing our faith each day and reaching out to others each day and I mean, all those all those those little things that um, that we do to really ready our our life for eternal life to come i have a question Mm -hmm. you know so jesus is saying this to the disciples Mm -hmm. as he's saying this is the context you do not know when the son of man will come meaning i'm already here and you don't realize the fullness of it or is it you don't know when i will come again oh or is it both yeah that's a that's a good question um might have to dig into that a little bit more, but I think by our reading, it, it seems to presume more, um, you know, for this, this second coming. And to the audience of Matthew, to, the, to the, the people that he was writing to, to them, this was probably much more anticipated, like, oh, well, it's going to happen probably pretty soon. And, well, go ahead, go ahead. In their minds. And then now, I think we read something like this, and we're like, well, it's not going to happen in my lifetime, so... You know, like we've we've almost taken it for granted and brushed it off to a point. 
well, it, it reminded me when you were when you were talking that you know when Jesus was first saying this, like they maybe didn't even know what that meant, right? You know, because he was alive, and so it wasn't wouldn't have been until after his you know death, resurrection, ascension, descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, that something like this would sort of make more sense, yeah, um, and for something for them to really. Um, be ready for mm-hmm. and to stay awake, you know, spiritually awake for and to be prepared for in their lives. The whole idea of even the the countdown, I, I don't like to use the word countdown because that's something like New Year's, New Year's Eve, but like the idea mm-hmm. of the advent, are you singing the final countdown? Yeah. I was trying not to, but it, just slipped, it, it slipped out. It's there. You, you can't help it. Right. You know, the beauty of the pace of four weeks, lighting a candle at a time. Yeah eagerly anticipating all the way up to recalling the mystery of the incarnation on Christmas. There's really no better season. And, and, and it does remind us what it's for. And so, um, let's take it to prayer. Yeah. In the name of the father and the son, the Holy spirit. Lord, we know that as the light increases, um, in the season of Advent, even as the light outside decreases, we know that we are anticipating the light of the world, um, to come more and more into our lives. We celebrate that he's already come. Uh, help us to anticipate his coming again to always be ready and each day lord just help us to welcome the light of christ more into our lives and help us to be that light for a world that we know um, needs it uh, and needs you now more than ever we love you lord we thank you for your love for us sustain us this day and each day in that love in the holy spirit and through christ our lord Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So I've, I've got to go find some Advent candles. We always have the wrong size at our house, mm. and my wife does a really good job of, like, literally whittling. Is that what you do to a candle? You whittle it? Um, sure. You shave it down? I, yeah. She, she does a good job. We shall... Ooh, there's our Easter egg this week. Whittle. Whittle. <laughs> mm. All right, friends. Hey, uh, let's pray for each other this Advent season. We'll see you this weekend. Don't forget, 9 and 11 on Sunday. Still 5 o'clock on Saturday. God bless y'all.